your IG is J period Rochelle underscore. No, it's period. It's like, nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, J Rochelle underscore, yep. Cool, 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 cool. All right, well, you, I mean, we can just get into it, you know. Podcast yeah. just kick off. That's how we do it. What's going on, world? It's your man, DH, and I'm back in the building for another episode of Regular Convos. And we got a special guest on tonight. Uh, somebody that I met on set. Another person I met on set and just kicked it with. Give it up for my homegirl, Jay Rochelle. Jay, what up? Hey, what do you do? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. No complaints. Now, guys, let me tell y'all. Jay Rochelle is a sideline reporter for the Round Ball Report. So if you follow her IG, she be at all the all the games. She be on the mic. I be like, Snow, what you doing? Listen, listen, listen. I be like, what you doing? But no, yes, I am. I do sideline report for the Round Ball Report. And I would encourage everybody to go to Facebook and like them on Facebook so you can see all the amazing content from not only myself, but some other heavy hitter uh, reporters in the DMV area. So make sure you do that. Awesome, guys. Go, to, fa- go to Facebook and look up the Round Ball Report. You'll see uh, everything there. Just smash that like button. Like that like button. Excuse me. Share it with your friends and family. And while you're there, you can also head over to IG and follow my girl Jay Rochelle at J. Period. Rochelle yes. underscore. That's a mouthful, that but once you get it, you in there. You know what I'm saying? You are in there once you get it. Okay. Right. Okay. And also, I forgot to tell people that Jay Rochelle is the host of her own podcast called Let's Talk About It. Yes, Jay, you in season two of that, right? I am in season two of that. Let's talk about it is amazing. And for those who don't know, it is less talk about it because we talk <laughs> about it in 25 minutes or less. Hey, that's but good. No, it it's is, easy to digest that way. It is. It is. But it's, you know, everybody has a, I mean, the podcast world is growing by the minute. Yeah. So I just try to present it in a way that it hasn't been presented before. So, and I mean, I felt like, hey, why, why make it long when I can make it short? So, hey, you know, definitely been a very fun experience. And we appreciate you being on regular convos because that's all we doing, just kicking back, having a regular convo, yes. just chilling, you know what and I mean? Thank, and thank you. Wait, wait, I got to say that. Thank you for even, you know, thinking of me. I love regular convos. I love the vibe that regular convo gives. I, it's it's amazing. Regular convos with regular people. I love it, okay? Hey, that's it. You know, that's what we do every day. It. We have regular convos. So, this is what we do right here. We just going to record it, you know what I mean? So, I, because you are our, our resident expert in the NBA, that's what you are for me now. You're my resident expert in the NBA. We're going to get into an NBA a little later, but I'm just curious if you can share some of your story. Like, like how did you even end up on the sidelines of NBA games? Like, talk to me. Tell me what do I need to do? Where are the keys? What do I got to do? <laughs> okay, well, first, let's, you know, let's. <laughs> Give all the praise and honor to the great man above because he orchestrates everything. Like, you don't even be knowing it, but he be knowing it. So, um, I am a former athlete. I played ball in uh, high school, did competitive AU, was going to college with it, didn't do it, whatever. So, I met this guy along my journey of thinking I was going to play collegiate level basketball, and he made my uh, highlight reel. Nice. So, I went to school for, um, Mass communications, um, multimedia journalism, whatever. He remembered that. Mm-hmm. So throughout my year, I want to say it was maybe like my senior year, he remembered me and he had asked, um, he had reached out to me via my uncle and was like, you know, like, hey, is he still interested in that type of field? Blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, I had the knowledge in it because he did my highlight tape and right. he knew that I was going to school for it because he also knew that, you know, when I was sending my stuff off. 
So he reached out to me again. When he reached out to me again, he was like, you know, hey, I, um, I have this this local sports show. Where I'm looking for reporters. And then I thought of you, da 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 Would you be interested? And I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> Why not? So, <laughs> right. But it, it first had started because we cover a Metropolitan game. So we don't just cover the Wizards game. We okay. cover Maryland. We do some amateur level. We do some high school. We do Wizards. We do Mystic. Capital City, Capital City, Capital City Go-Go. We do all that. Okay. So the first one I did was actually for the Turks. And then, you know, he liked it or whatever. And then next thing I know, I was getting asked to do the Mystics. And then after that, it was like the Wizards. And I'm like, what? That's that's how it happens, man. Doors just so, keep opening, man. That's a that's legit. a big plus. Legit. So that's kind of like where it like had, you know, for I mean, I always knew prior to him reaching out to me, I always knew that I wanted to be in front of the camera. I did a whole bunch of stuff, you know when I was an undergrad and just, you know, that's just where my passion was. I have the gift of gab and I love to make people feel comfortable enough to talk to me about anything. So it just kind of just catapulted from there. You know, it's so. funny. It's, it's, I've had people tell me, cause I'm, I'm very similar like in that, in that way. And it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like people that go in the media that like to talk and like to be in front of the camera end up being like two things. They end up being on camera or either a counselor because like people just feel comfortable with just talking to us and the environment is just super chill. Um, For sure. And then we can get in front of the camera and be comfortable and just make people uh, and just, just talk about what we love. You know what I mean? Whether it's sports, sure. whether it's uh, politics, whether it's anything, you know, it, it definitely takes a, a professional to do what you do. And thank you. And I, and I also think that people don't really see the true art in it and yeah. the art kind of gets overlooked, but it's not really as easy as you think. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's rewarding. It, I mean, how am I going to say this? People don't understand how rewarding it is because it's not an easy thing. Like right. getting that good sound bite out of somebody, getting that is like, that's a reward when you're able to do that because you think it's just easy. It's like you go to them, ask them a question. Or that it, it, sometimes it's not that easy. Yeah, it's, it's definitely because um, I've had the chance to be around some uh, pro and some college guys. And it's def- it definitely can be intimidating because yeah, you hear the sure. stories about guys that don't like to talk. Um, or people that have attitudes or people that just don't care about the media or people that are just unfriendly in, in general, you know what I mean? Right. And you really have to break down and do your job and say, look, I got, I'm going to ask the hard questions. You can't throw softballs at everybody, you know what I mean? You got to ask the hard questions. And, you know, I be seeing your post games, so you be asking some good questions. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Thank you. I, I feel like Thank you wrote that. I was like, if one of the questions felt like you wrote that in the third quarter. It was really on your mind, and you said, I'm going to say this post game. So that's <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It's it's you know it's 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 fun. I really try to go in there with my game face on. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna sit there and say that I, I've answered. I ask all great questions. Yeah. I mean, I, I've grown so much in it, and I'm so I have such a humbling humble approach to it because I've seen how I've grown. Mm-hmm. But I mean, being a female in it is like you know they're already kind of looking at you like you don't know what you're talking about. So you gotta come like ten times harder. How, how tough was that? Like, did you did you have you received any backlash from that, or has does it seem like it may have been harder to talk to some guys? Um, just being the fact that you are a woman and you are in the locker room and on the sideline has that been difficult for you? Um, yes, it has. Okay. I mean, it has it has and it hasn't. It has and it has not. Um. I'm in short, yeah. It, I've, had, I've had my moments. I feel like the issue that I have that's probably the most reoccurring one is that I don't feel like a lot of people take what I do seriously. Yeah. A lot of people outside of it because, like, oh, you're a female, you're just talking. Like, no, actually, 
you know, this is what I'm passionate about. I right. like. You got to do know. research. You got to yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And when I'm in there in those, you know, settings where, you know, press rooms and stuff like that, I mean, sometimes I feel like it, it just gets like, oh, overlooked. She just asked the question. But right. I love a little bit of, I love a little bit of like adversity. Right? Competition. You know what I'm saying? It's, do, do you feel as though any, like, you know, they say, and I'll just keep it a buck with you because that's what we do on regular convos. Do you, you know what they say with black people like, in certain settings, we got to come harder. We got to know more. Yes. We got to be two steps ahead. Do you feel like that, like in the media rooms um, or in press boxes, like having to be around some accomplished people, do you feel like you have to work harder um, For sure. and, and definitely be on your P's and Q's? For sure. For sure. Because first of all, it always shows yeah. when you're not, which I feel like is, is the worst, if anything, like being that like you think you got it together and it's like when you really don't got it together and even if you're acting like you are it always shows so right. you cheat yourself out of the game when you don't prepare for you know those moments and stuff like that so being that we're a minority we have to double prepare because right. they already you know what i mean we don't get the the fair you know assessment we get the the harder eyes so for sure yeah i mean i i definitely seen that and i've seen some guys like even on tv you'll kind of see that some guys towards female reporters are kind of you know they they they're a little little more uh short a little more mm-hmm. to the point or they try to break it down and put it in uh layman's terms quote unquote mm-hmm. and, like they won't be as um as technical as they may be with some guys and i feel like i mean Trust me, man. It's a and 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 I and I deal with this a lot because I love NFL, right? So mm-hmm. I see a lot of those ladies on the sidelines, Lisa Salters, um, what's my other girl, uh, Tafoya. You know what I mean? Like they really know what they're talking about. You know for what I mean? Sure. And especially for them to be at that level, you know what I mean? They should definitely get as as much respect as any other guy. Because a lot of guys walking around that haven't picked up a football and uh, and get a lot and of you're talking about it and don't know man, what you're talking about. I'm gonna t- and I'm, and it shows, like you can, and and I say this, and people are like, oh, well, if you don't, if you don't play, you don't know what it's about. I'm like, bruh, like that's not necessarily the case. You know what I mean? Like you can, you talk about what you see, and yeah. if you do your research, you know, read books, talk to people in the business, you get that inside information. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to be a running back and score for and, and get a first down for for me to talk about how to score, and get a, I mean, how to get a first right. down. You know what I mean? Like. Right. I'm getting tongue tied now. I'm just <laughs> getting passionate. No, but this I, is, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, it's it's. I think it's important that people um, give props, man. And you do you do hard work, man. Research and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking through all your stuff. I was like, man, you were everywhere, man. You acting. You know what I'm saying? Mary J. Brunch. <laughs> oh my God. Well, are you gonna tell them? Are you? you yes, have I, I will tell that story. I will tell that story. All right, y'all. That name is great. <laughs> Yo, so um, Jay Rochelle uh, acts on Brunch and the Series along with me <laughs> and some great other talent. And Yo, shout out to Brunch and the Series though. The vibes on the set be crazy. Man, it's 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 all love, man. The 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 yes. set set life is everything. Uh, but it was uh, we were shooting a scene and I was just chilling for some reason. I was just really quiet that day, and I see Jay goes and gets dressed and then she comes back, and Jay has these glasses on. Yo, when I t- <laughs> Yo, these glasses, I can't even explain it. They just like little squares on your face. And you walked in, bopping, you had these long boots on. Was, and you was Don't dancing around. Yes, Don't the wig. 
the With wig the was raggedy brunch wig, okay? Yo, the wig was popping. I was like, yo, this is Mary J. Brunch. And everybody <laughs> bust out laughing. He was, and then he started doing the Mary J. moves. Trust me. Well, listening right, yes. <laughs> everybody well, knows no the Mary J. moves, man. Right. <laughs> but no, no that man. Was that, that was hilarious. But you know, you are doing so much right now. The sideline reporting, podcast, acting. Like, what else is in? Is, is there anything I'm missing right now that you're doing? So I, I also work with um, a local ready. Well, I, I'm doing a lot. Yeah. I, I, I just, and I say that very humble again, but I am. I mean, I, I could, <laughs> that was my I wife. Could. Hi, Junie. Oh, hey, wifey. Shout out to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Now I have to edit this out. No, I'm kidding. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But go ahead. But, my bad. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, um, I actually have a full time job. Okay. Um, that I do throughout the week right now, and this is just to help me until I get where I want to go full time. Yeah. Um, but I do that. I work for PGC. I do some work with their promotions team. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I just recently started working with this nonprofit called Be the Change. Um, I also am a VP of the Polar Movement, which stands for the Positive Outlook About Reality. Please follow them on Instagram too. Say it again. Give. Say it again. The Polar Movement. Shout out to them. Do it. Um, Facts. And I mean, they're just amazing. There's, we're a lifestyle urban brand, and we have artists, we have clothing. It's just amazing. Like we're this, this is our year. I promise you. But I, Jay Rochelle is busy, okay, and busy for all the right reasons. So I, I, yeah, you you don't know where you'll see me next. I don't know where I see me next. I just let God kind of like lead. So right. That's what I'm kind of. But you know what though? I, I say this, and I say this on live episodes because I talk to creators all the time. It's like there's always something going on like with three right. or four different things going on because when you are naturally a creative person like something is going to pop for you and it right. and it's and it, whatever it is you know what i mean it's going to pop and i think most creatives owe it to themselves to try everything and do that, everything because oh you don't want to limit yourself bro that's like literally the perfect way to explain it because sometimes i overwhelm myself yeah but I just, it's just a part of me that's just like, go for it. Like, go, like, you got it, try it, do it, whatever. And it's like, but that's the perfect way to, to, to explain it. And then when you have like a certain grit and ambitious, and you're an ambitious person, it's like yeah. something's going to fall through because you're not going to stop I, until it falls through. I'd rather try 10 things and fail at nine than to only do one thing and that be it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I'd rather try the 10 things, and from the nine things I feel at, I get so much experience that'll help me for the one thing, you know what I mean, right. that'll pop off, versus not trying anything at all. Because I see a lot of people, um, you know, in the next age demographic above us that are basically stuck like a rock in a hard place. Like, they're creatives, but they're either, you know, have a whole families and they can't take those risks and they can't, uh, right. you know, do those things. And I feel bad for them because I see the passion in them. And I told myself and I told my wife who supports me 100 percent that I will not limit myself. Like is is so much so many opportunities out there. And especially now, like with social media and uh, with being able to do stuff at home, like I'm recording this podcast at home right now. I don't have to go to a right. studio um, to, to pay to record. I'm doing this right here. So right. it's a lot of opportunities for you. You know, if you listen out there, you know, if you want to start something, you want to start a movement, man, you can do it. You you don't need no push. You know what I'm saying? Just do no, it. No, but really, but really. And you look at you dropping gems, okay? A gym on a Monday. Okay, hey, I'll take it and roll with it. And, you know, normally I drop gyms on Wednesday, but we doing it a couple uh, days early. You got it you know early. You got it early. <laughs> so that means, we, that means we get two this week. We get two yes, this week. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and look, as we transition, guys, I want to tell y'all, make sure on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you can rate uh, podcasts, make sure you go give Let's Talk About It 
five stars and why you there give oh, regular convos five stars because you know that's what we need to keep growing also follow yes. us on every social media platform um as we continue to give you this good content man on a weekly yes. basis that's what we do man um i gotta ask you jay what's your biggest like what's your first sports moment that kind of got you um encapsulated with the game like what's something that you can remember that really said that really make you want to say i want to do this i want to cover this and i'm i'm really enjoying this Ooh. I know it may be a lot. I know it may be a lot, but yeah, I'm trying to because that's what it really is. Like, it's like what what point at what point? Um, yikes. Uh... It's alright. I won't put you on the spot. I'll tell you mine. Why you think? Go about ahead. It? Go ahead. You tell me yours. You tell me yours. So coming up, um, my dad was a big Redskins fan, and he still is. Okay. And I remember Redskins. You was almost alright until you said that. Oh, because what you a cowboy right. fan? Yes. Oh my God. You was almost all right until you said. All right, everybody. You know Thanks what? for listening to Regular Convos with Jay <laughs> Rochelle. That's it. Bye. <laughs> <It's> like, <nah. laughs> well, <laughs> we'll put our differences aside for the purpose of this story. We will. We will. Go ahead. So yeah. I remember being um, uh, under five, and Redskins won the Super Bowl. They beat the Denver Broncos. I'm telling my age right now, but they beat the Denver Broncos in January of '88. And I didn't see it live, but my dad showed me the video like two years after that. So I was five years old. And that was the mm. first thing I, I remember was Doug Williams scoring 35 points uh, in the second quarter to beat the Broncos. You know, and it's, was it 35 in the second quarter? I feel like it was maybe 21. I don't know. But he had a big second quarter um, to beat the Broncos. And that's the first memory that I have. And then it was a black quarterback. Um, and then it was football. And then that's when I first fell in love with the Redskins. So that's why I always – Doug Williams, first of all, always got a place in my heart because he's a black mm -hmm. quarterback and he's on my team. But mm -hmm. I think right there, that was the moment I knew. I was like, football is it for me. Like, yeah. You know, I love it. Uh, that's okay. That's, you know, <laughs> shout out to Doug Williams. Because I always think that even though I don't care for y'all, but I always big shout out to the, the black man who got y'all y'all's ring. Okay? Facts. And I appreciate it. I, I think sometimes y'all forget that. No. I, black I, man that did that. I will never forget that i will never forget that and i will say this let me not let me not give any slander i dislike the cowboys as a football team but they got plenty of players that i wish i would have and okay, and I, the older i get you know the less i hate you know i i hate teams you know what i mean i guess because we so inundated with it with fantasy and with the, yeah. uh with sports gambling coming available now like you really start to check out a whole lot of other teams and franchises so i really don't i, I don't i dislike them but i don't hate them like i used to i'll say that Fact. That's the perfect way to put it, too. I mean, when you like the game, you kind of just appreciate all all of the game. Like, exactly. It's not really, you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> You have one? I, I think I, if I had to, like, say, like, a moment. Mm -hmm. like I, Again, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. But I think um, 2008. Okay. The NBA championship, I think it was between uh, Boston and um, LA. Lakers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 uh, that little... Power squad they had that one time. Well, look what you have here. You have a, ri a rivalry matchup with Boston and yeah. LA, and you have the Celtics with Paul Pierce, KG, and Rondo, and then you have Kobe, who you know Kobe and Paul. Was it Kobe and Paul Gasol? Yeah. So yes. So you have literally like a a match. I'm trying to think. Did that go seven? I don't. Yeah. No. 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 I think it did. Let me Google that. I just remember how intense. Yes, it was. That no, it wasn't seven. It was six. Okay, six. 
I just remember how intense that matchup was, and I appreciated that. I also another moment where I was like, "Yo, I love 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 this." Was the first year LeBron James lost to the Spurs? He was mm. on the cat. I am the biggest LBJ fan ever. Was it um, was it like oh seven or something like that, or earlier was, than that maybe? I think it may have been earlier than that. I think I want to say like oh six. I think I don't know. I, I want to say, but I can verify that too. But I just remember. I mean, when you're young, you know, it all kind of like yeah. blended together. Yeah. So <laughs> I know when I was younger, but I just remember being like, oh my God, like, feel so bad for him. I wanted to like ask him, like, you know, like, <laughs> how you feel? What's wrong with him? Right. So, I don't know, but I don't know. It's been a lot of great matchups that I've seen over the years. And then just being a competitor, like playing the game too, like I've always had a, a love for and appreciation for it. Like, you, you it's know, just like. It, as sports fans, you know, I guess, I think we take for granted, like how many how many things we actually take in, like how many epic moments and how many like big things happen. Like I'll say this, like even the Caps winning last year, like Crazy. I kinda, it is wild because if you think about it, this area, regardless if you're a fan of the skins or not, I mean, we haven't right. had a championship since then. So right. this city doesn't even know unless, unless we're counting DC United. But if we're talking about just the four major sports, um, this is the first big championship win that the city has had. So to like be able to experience that and see that firsthand, and I'm actually a hockey fan now, you know, because of the Capitals and actually understand the game a little bit. Um, like it just seeing that I think was a big deal. And like, I wonder like how Patriots fans feel where they're literally in the Super Bowl like every year and they win it like every other year. But I don't think they get tired. <laughs> like, how, like how can you can't win an argument with them because they're in the dance can. at the end of the year every year. It's like them and the Warriors. Like, yes. it's okay, all right, guys. Like, do you guys just start preparing? Go as soon as the season starts. Okay, I'm gonna take off on this thing. Right. Will be like, it's just like, yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. And I actually got the chance to experience when the Caps had won. Um, it was after a Mystics game. And I covered that game, and they were showing the 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 game in the uh, Capital One Arena. Nice. Now, when I tell you, like that experience, leaving that arena in the streets of DC, were chaotic, but like beautiful, <laughs> but like crazy, but yeah. like like it was just like an experience that I'm like, wow, this is what it's like. Like, I mean. I, I, you would have thought I was a Caps fan my whole life that right. day. And I just was like, oh my, the, but this the, ambiance is pretty lit. The, the winning like radiates. Like if you weren't if you weren't a fan of if you never saw any hockey before then and you just went to the parade or hung out with people that liked hockey, like you would have felt like you know hockey all your life. And I literally only started watching hockey like maybe three years ago. Because the game like it was literally like learning Spanish. It was a brand new game that I had no idea about. Um, but I ended up getting EA, uh, NHL hockey, and I started mm-hmm. learning the game and I was like, okay, this kind of, it's a strategic, yeah, it's, it's, it's real lit. So once you understand it, like it's a dope game and then to be there in person is, is even doper. But I think, you think they have a chance again this year? I mean, they're, they're playing a tough matchup right now against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and first game, you know, they started strong and then they kind of, uh, let off, let off the gas at the end. You know, winning four two, and then having to win in overtime. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in game two, was it? Did it go overtime? 
I believe so. Uh, but it was close late. Uh, but they had to to overcome that game. So I'm hoping they can, you know, not have a hangover because I mean, most good teams. This is how you do it. This is how you prove and, and, and cement your legacy. And I think for guys like Ovechkin, for Ovechkin, this like this will cement his legacy. Like he's already a great player, and they saying sure. he, he needed that championship to get over the hump. But if you can get two. I mean, that means a lot, and that'll definitely cement your legacy. But I'm hoping they can do it because I, I need this experience. The momentum's again. in their hand. Absolutely. Know? You are the champ, so the momentum's in your hand. If anybody knows how to get it done or anything like that, you know. Yeah, they, they definitely um, – I definitely think they can do it. I definitely think they can do it. Let me go back to LeBron. You said LeBron is one of your favorite players. My and favorite player. It is your favorite player. Let's clarify. And LeBron is in Los Angeles. And last week, Magic Johnson – just out of the blue, just quit. Um, do you think LeBron has anything to do with that? First, I want to say I was very, 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 very upset when I first got the news because mm-hmm. I perceived it as what the heck, Magic's quitting. How could Magic, how could Magic, right. this legend, quit? Legend. I'm like, what in the world? But after some reconsideration and just hearing out, I guess, his camp side of it, I kind of have a different perspective on it. But I, I think, um, I think, I don't, I'm not going to say it's LeBron's fault. Okay. I'm not going to say that. I do think that it was probably the influence of LeBron being there yeah. that kind of was maybe like overwhelming to the point that it didn't make his job as desirable as it once was because Magic Johnson, this is a guy who, who, I mean, not to discredit his body of work being an athlete but magic johnson has somewhat become like a face a personality like a you know like a celebrity he's 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 basking in that his celebrity right if that's even a word right now (laughs) right so to have that that on you plus the spotlight and you taking all the hits and the criticism on top of whatever the lakers go through right now because you're the president of that organization i just think it got a little bit undesirable for him and i mean you can't really fault him for that i mean it is kind of like what the heck you know you should have known this when you uh heard lebron in <laughs> right and heard lebron in because yeah but i mean nonetheless though like yeah I, I don't think it's i don't i'm not gonna blame blame lebron james because like i said he lured him in there you got him there right you know what i mean I, let me I, you know i kind of been looking at it through this lens and i don't know if lebron physically says anything but i think lebron has a presence with him yeah, that sure. people want to, I think, almost want to anticipate what LeBron would say or do in certain situations. So he sure. may so he may not directly influence, but indirectly, I think he may influence some sure. things when you try to make decisions on who to bring in. Even if LeBron doesn't say a word, you feel like, well, is he going to play best with LeBron? Who who plays best with LeBron? Who can, who can we mold and fit with him? So I think almost indirectly, LeBron is like in control. And when you say that, that makes all the sense in the world. But then I propose it with the second question. Yeah. How is that his fault? It's not. It's, okay. It's definitely okay. not. Okay, yeah, so yeah, there, yeah. there's that. There, that's not – you can't blame somebody's <laughs> fault for the attention and the respect that they demand. Right, you can't right, blame right. them for that. That's just – that's the, and that's another reason why I think, you know what I'm saying, that he is to, his body of work is to be respected. Yeah. Because the man demands respect. You, you go into – I mean, like – you, he demands respect. His resume has has proven has shown you time and time again how much he demands respect. Like, 
I, you can't think every player can't say that. Like y'all can say what y'all want to say. Oh, he's a crybaby, he's soft, whatever. But you know, you won't give him your best a game. Yeah, you, you're, not, you're not playing that crybaby, whatever you want to call it, with no half seven game. <laughs> right now, you got to bring it when you playing LeBron, and you got to bring it if you playing with LeBron because you know they'll they won't hesitate to ship you out of there. Oh, for sure. And I and for I sure. can't fault him for that. Like I, I can't fault him for being vocal in certain situations because I mean I think. I think a lot of times guys become complacent. And I think out of all the major sports league, NBA guys have the most influence as For to sure. what they can and can't do. So, I mean, speak up. You know what I'm saying? You get the guys in there that you want to win with because you do not want to be stuck in the franchise. And, and I think they were saying that – somebody mentioned that about Kimball Walker. They were saying uh, the Hornets, you know, mediocre team. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, they're on the fringe. Uh, mm-hmm. But a guy like Kimball Walker who, you know, is one of the top point guards in the league in my opinion – you don't want him to get stuck in a franchise that's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you're, you got to literally be like one of six teams in the league to have a shot. You know, mm-hmm. and even still, about Portland, right? And even still, like you can be a good team like Portland and still be nowhere near the finish line. You know what I mean? Which right. sucks. Um, but I mean, you owe it to yourself to do as much as you can to to finesse and get in your situations. What's re- one reason why I don't knock KD for real? For real, I don't. I don't uh, even knock him. <laughs> you think you, you had an issue I with love, that? Let me tell you something. I'm not taking nothing away from Katie's game. Yeah. Katie is an awesome player, and I even I even like him as a person. Yeah. But to me, as a competitor, I just and I, I mean, and honestly, I really was not a big fan of Bronze LA move. I didn't like that neither. Okay. Because as a competitor, I'm just like, why would you go? I I I, I just was over the whole swap, so I, I was tired of that. Especially when you were balling in the East, like you're literally like the best team ever in the East. But you know I mean, but I think that was a competitor in them. And I could be like, this was all for something. Is if he wins one with them, which I think he will. Okay. But if he don't win one with them, with them, this was all for nothing, and this is going to taint his legacy. And I am not here for that. But back to KD, <laughs> I just as a competitor, I just don't see how you could do that. You didn't beat them, so you joined them. And I just would have. It just to me, it just would have meant. So, like, now, because even if you think about it like this, like, KD is going to always be known as the two championships that he won with the super team. Yeah. Why would you want that on your back? Why Why not go to a team that, that, I, I don't, I, I, I don't Stay with I don't, the team that you was on. Not even that, because I think it was time for him to get out of OKC. Okay, My okay. issue wasn't even wasn't even him staying in OKC. I think it was time for him to get out of OKC, because obviously him and Russ and time and they've continued to show it. Just we're at a point where it was like, all right, bruh, I think it's time for us to part ways and do what I do, because yeah. you know I'm getting my shine without you, and you get your shine on me and all as well. Like they were, you know, putting up phenomenal numbers when the other one wasn't playing. So yeah. I, I think it was time for them to. Deuce, deuce. But I just, I, I, I can't not. It's, I just, I can't, I can't. How you lose to them? And then same year you turn around, join them. <sighs> I mean, that's the old adage. You can't beat them, join them, like you said. But I <sighs> mean, for some people, they just build different. You know what I mean? Some people can do that with a con- without no conscience, and other people just couldn't do it, even if they had the opportunity to do so, because they are sure. like I don't think, I, Ru- I don't think Russell Westbrook would do it. You know what I mean? Because oh, no. he not built that way. He, he a dog. He plays with the best chip on his shoulder. It's it's crazy. I have a love hate relationship with it because I, I love it, but I feel like Russ being Russ is in his own way sometimes. Yeah, because he plays with such aggression and he plays so hard. He's in his own way sometimes, but I mean, you can never fault somebody from coming out every night, night after night, and playing that hard and playing that amazing. Like it's just 
The dude averaging a triple double, son. For sure. The dude's sure. averaging or triple double. And the only reason he's not winning MVP is because James Harden is scoring literally like forty a night. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, I well after him, the person that should be getting is Giannis, but we ain't even gonna even go That's there. That's a whole nother convo. That's a whole <laughs> That's a whole nother convo. regular convo that we'll have maybe on hey. the maybe on the sports podcast. Maybe on Win and Lose Radio we'll bring we'll you that one. We'll be there. Yeah. Maybe we can, yeah, it's we plug. can let's talk about it. <laughs> right. Two, hey, we know? can we can make it happen. You know what we do. We're equal for opportunity sure. podcasters, you know what I mean? For so sure. Shout can, out to James Harden though, not taking that away yeah. from him at all. Hey, I think something about his game. Like he's just so finesse, and like sure. I think he has one of the, just one of the sweetest jumpers, and he gets to travel more than anybody. He gets to travel even more than LeBron in the league, I believe. With that step back, for sure. That's <laughs> I ain't gonna debate that. I've seen I some videos. I had to think about it though, because Bron be taking some trips, boy. I ain't lying. I've seen some videos where James Harden literally takes like four steps. Like he picks up his dribble, takes four steps, and the refs don't say nothing. I don't think the refs count the pivot foot anymore. Like if you pick up the pivot foot, <laughs> I, I promise, I, I, I swear they don't. Like they don't pick up the, they don't count it. And then, like if you're on a fast break, like they give them three steps. Because I've seen, I've seen guys take legit three steps and go to the bucket. Listen, shout out to the NBA refs because if anybody <laughs> has a job right now that I don't want to have, oh it God. is definitely them okay this whole season i feel like they have just been getting ripped to shreds poor things okay i shout out to y'all okay shout out to y'all you know what <laughs> you're right that is a tough job <laughs> and i'm glad i don't have it i'm glad i get this job to talk to jay rochelle right here on regular hey. combos i'm glad i get that job because we're having a bomb time and our time is almost coming to an end i, I didn't know oh. time went by so fast time, it does i guess time flies when you're having fun right Hey, that's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they do. So when's the next? When can I catch the next episode of Let's Talk About It? So the next episode of Let's Talk About It is supposed to be airing this week. Nice. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you will um you you will see that this week. So yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. So guys, Jay Rochelle's in the building. She stopped through and kicked it with us. So Jay, we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, and I love everything that you're doing here at Regular Convos because it's amazing. I enjoyed myself today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And what we'll do is we'll have an extended Regular Convos at some point in time. But this is a quick one. We got to know a little bit about uh, Jay sure. Rochelle. And I know as as the seasons pick back up, and you be on a lot of different sidelines. We're going to have you back in. We're going to chop it up even, sure. even more. For sure. For sure. Maybe when the playoffs end or maybe when the playoffs get intense, yes. finals little special, you know, you, you call it. I'm yeah. here. You know, and I definitely forgot to ask you about that. What are some stories that we should be looking out for the playoffs coming up? Like, I, I know a lot of teams that played their first game, but what are, what are some teams or maybe some stories we should be looking out, looking out for throughout this playoffs? Uh, if OKC does get to see Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, Yikes. Because that's going to be bomb. Yeah. That's going to be bomb. Um, if the 76ers do not make it out of this first round with the Nets, they will probably be the biggest laughing stock of the whole entire playoffs. Oh, my goodness. Um, everybody that counted at Boston, think again. Because I'm telling you, playoff Boston is a little bit different than regular season Boston. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and uh, Portland. Turn up. I love Turn Dame up. Dollar, man. I, I do too, but I, I think I think Golden State's gonna pull it off. But I think it's I think we may see seven rounds for the first round. Seven, uh, seven, seven games. games. I'm looking forward to I it. Know. I mean, like I said, it, if a series goes seven, 
you know, that's I'm all, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Especially those West Coast series, man. I love staying up to one, two in the morning and watch those watch those no. games. <laughs> oh my God. That season is here. She's <laughs> Yes. But no. It'd be a lot of it's late nights. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, that was once again Jay Rochelle. Make sure you hit up on all social media platforms. Let's talk about it is on the way. Follow the Round Ball Report on Facebook. And Jay, we're gonna catch you the next time, all right? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for having me. You're amazing. As I always say, people love you, but God loves you more. And I am so happy to have had a regular conversation with you. Facts. All right, Jay, appreciate you. All right, y'all, y'all be good. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that. Give us a five-star review and all that good stuff. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Stay beautiful.